Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Malik from Mint's personal finance team. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, I'll be talking about education loans. Are you on your way to getting admission to a college, but are concerned about how you're going to fund your education? Then an education loan can possibly offer you a way out. But there are things you must know before you go down this path. Tune in to know more. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. One of the first things that will come to your mind when you think of a loan is its rate of interest. Like many other retail loans, education loans too come at a floating rate of interest. That is, banks are offering education loans at a rate that is linked to an external benchmark such as the repo rate. However, loans older than 2019 may still be linked to the MCLR. Also, loans from NBFCs may not be linked to the repo rate. The rate of interest that you can get on an education loan will depend on several factors such as your loan amount or more importantly the institute that you have got admission to is it one of the premier institutions or is it a lesser known institute and uh, what is the course that you are going to pursue because this gives a lender an idea on the likelihood of you getting a well paying job and therefore being able to pay the loan or not today many banks are offering education loans at interest rates in the range of 8 to 11% or even higher note that though 8% is more likely going to be your rate of interest if you've got admission to one of the top institutes like the IITs or the IIMs but beyond that the rates could be higher also many banks provide a slightly lower concessional rate of interest to girl students but even more important than the rate of interest is the question of loan eligibility what are some of the factors that a bank will take into account before deciding to grant you a loan here are some of the factors according to adil shetty one what is the course that you plan to pursue a bank is going to check whether the course that you have applied for is it accredited or not it also goes without saying what significantly matters is the college that you have applied to what is its reputation is it among the top uh, colleges in the country or abroad or is it more a tier 2 or tier 3 college what also matters is the collateral is the applicant in a position to provide some collateral for the loan if required and the bank will also look at what is the type of collateral that is being provided what will also matter is the co-borrower's credit history and employment history when a bank extends an education loan then it is extended to the student and to a co-borrower which will typically be the student's parent or guardian so the bank is definitely going to consider factors such as the credit score and employment history of this co-borrower then this brings us to two other important questions is there a limit on how much banks are willing to lend to a student and can the loan amount be used to cover all your study expenses the answer to the first question is yes most banks do have an upper limit on how much they are willing to lend you for study in india or abroad coming to the second question banks list on the website all the expenses that a loan will cover these will typically be the fees for the course the hostel charges the cost of purchasing books caution deposit purchase of a personal uh, laptop and if needed insurance premium for the student which means so if you're going outside india to pursue a course you will have to cover the cost of the airfare yourself explaining the role of the parent adil shetty has this to say 
Also, as mentioned earlier, remember the loan will be extended to the student along with the co-borrower, which will typically be the parent. Explaining the role of the co-borrower, Adil has this to say. The co-borrower shares the burden of the loan. The sum lent is based on the income of the borrower and the co-applicant. In case the loan is not repaid by the student, then the onus of repayment falls on the co-borrower. The credit score of the co-borrower will take a hit in case of a default. This brings us to the next question, which is regarding collateral. Do banks ask for a collateral on an education loan? Typically, a smaller sum of loan doesn't require collateral. But as the loan amount rises, banks will ask for collateral. Banks may also specify what they will accept as collateral and what not. And finally, when do you start repaying the education loan? And if you have spare money, can you also prepay your loan? Your education loan EMI will start from the end of the moratorium period, which is typically the course period plus one year. That is, one year after you finish your course, you will have to start repaying your loan. Apart from this, if you're lucky to get a well-paying job and you want to pay off your loan faster, that is make prepayments, you can do so without any penalty. So that's it for now, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any personal finance questions, you can email them to us at mintmoney at livemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Malik underscore Madhu. That is M-A-U-L-I-K underscore M-A-D-H-U. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.